This is a HeadGum Podcast. Internet just needed a little bit of a restarter. So had to turn it over. Just had to, you just had to try flipping it over like a USB. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it's more like, um, it's, it's like a rock. It's like a big pebble. Oh, sure. There's a lot of bugs under there. You got to flip them over and let the bugs scurry away. You got to let the bugs scurry. If, if your internet bugs aren't scurrying, mm-hmm. you're going to have problems. You got to make sure it, it gets equal sides of sunlight on it. Exactly. Otherwise, you're going to get a rotten internet. It's going to be <laughs> overrun with uh, 8chan participants. Yeah, you don't get get those chans out of there. <laughs> oh, great. It's just chock full of chans over here. <laughs> oh, there's your problem. It's chock full of chans. <laughs> Jackie chans? Afraid no, not. No, no, no. The bad kind. <laughs> you, you, you wish you had Jackie chans. Can I, can I have some Jackie chans? Oh, yeah, sure. I got sure. them right here. Yeah. Why do you have so many copies of the tuxedo on DVD Blu-ray? Have you seen the tuxedo on DVD Blu-ray? <laughs> I watch it so often, uh, it melts. Fair, fair I question. Got, I got to have backups. All right, you, you've proven me wrong. You want to you watch that instead? Who needs the internet, honestly? It's funny, it works on many levels, because in the movie, the character gets his... Uh, Gets his powers from the tuxedo, but in real life, it's it's just Jackie Chan. <laughs> it's just Jackie Chan doing all the stunts himself. So he's he's doing face acting. He's acting like he doesn't know what's going on, but his body acting, it's all it's all him. He's a multi-talented uh, man. You know what's your name? I want to I want to give you five stars on Yelp. You're the best internet repairman I've ever had. Removes his mask. It's just Jackie Chan underneath. <laughs> oh no, Jackie! <laughs> it was me the whole time. I'm not going to do a Jackie Chan voice, but it was. It, he, sa- he, he says it was me the whole time. <laughs> you, no, what you got to do? The new modern way to do uh, a, an impression that you're not equipped to do is just to like preface it by saying Jackie Chan voice. Jackie Chan voice. It was me the whole time. <laughs> what if they made a sequel to the Tuxedo? There was also a sequel to Being John Malkovich, where you you go into Jackie Chan's body, uh huh. But Jackie Chan is wearing the tuxedo, so Jackie Chan is having to act. <laughs> he has to act like like it's um like John Cusack, right? <laughs> it's Jackie Chan doing his best John Cusack impression, <laughs> right? As he's also doing all of his own stunts. And get this, John Cusack. Is in a Meet Dave situation. Okay. So, so there, there are a bunch of little John Cusacks <laughs> right. inside. Or is it a bunch of little Eddie Murphys piloting John Cusack? Yeah, I guess maybe they lost, uh, they lost their <laughs> vessel and then had to infiltrate the nearest, uh, I guess, body ship, which was John Cusack. The movie knowledge that someone would need to have in order to follow this <laughs> fucking conversation we're having. It's like, being John Malkovich, good movie. Meet Dave, I don't know. Funny poster for a movie. Yeah, funny poster for a movie. Any movie where Eddie Murphy's just making that face. Norbit, great poster for a movie. <laughs> Never saw it. That's true. I wish I could just hire Eddie Murphy just to like do fake. God. <laughs> What should we draw this week? Uh, it's Eddie Murphy. We hired him for a photo shoot to do 500 <laughs> fake movie posters. Dang, we came up with the drawing in the in the cold open. We don't even have to do the rest of the show. <laughs> so great. It's just going to be this and some ads. Oh, I'm so excited to watch Eddie Murphy's new movie, Krollbo. I don't... <laughs> I don't know what it's about, but he but he's purple. 
He's purple for some reason? I love it. <laughs> There's one in every family. That's the tagline. <laughs> Corlbo. Corlbo. Corlbo, excuse me. Corlbo Cor- is the serious um, sci-fi space opera that he also stars in. Pluto Nash. That's a real one he did. That's a real one. Uh, six Little Fingers. That's another one. <laughs> It's just Eddie Murphy looking at his hand, but it's a baby's <laughs> hand that has an extra finger. And he's saying, he's going, what? What? <laughs> Dang. I love a good Eddie Murphy movie poster. I love him. I can't wait. Man, this Thanksgiving is going to be fucking nuts. <laughs> Hollywood went all in. <laughs> They just decided no more movie stars. Just House of M, no more movies. No, yeah, they don't need, you know, they they saw, you know, millennials are killing the movie industry. Mm-hmm. So they've got to figure out a new tactic. It's way cheaper to just make a poster. <laughs> just make a poster for people to tweet about, yeah. You just, you make a poster and then they go to the theater you know, whoever, whatever small amount of people actually go to try and see the movie, they show up, um, and it's just Meet Dave. It's just an old Eddie Murphy movie playing in the theater. As they assume enough people haven't seen it that they'll just be like, oh, I guess they never say Krollbo, but... <laughs> no, what they do is they change out the title and nothing else. <laughs> so they, they just play Norbit with the title Krollbo. It's just Norbit, but <laughs> but they call him Krollbo. <laughs> <laughs> and they just do a color correct so he's purple. <laughs> yep. It's as simple as that, honestly. There could be a whole series. Like Krollbo is the first movie in like the in the Rainbow uh chronology. Yeah, there's Krollbo, there's there's Bulbo, mm-hmm. uh there's Swimp. There's Swimp, of course, and Red. Red. <laughs> and don't forget introducing Duchess. Introducing Duchess. That's the whole title. (laughs) Yep. Well, this is great. Uh, I guess that's the whole show. We're going to go make 500 Eddie Murphy movie posters. I guess we'll... You know, we'll 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 vamp for some time because we do have some ads in this episode. But uh, Nate, you want to get the show started so we can get it over with? Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's rush through this so we can make some Eddie Murphy posters. (laughs) See you in a sec. What? What should we draw? Welcome to What Should We Draw, where we use the art of conversation to make art about a conversation. I am your number one Mario fan, Caldwell Tanner. And I uh, am still playing Zelda, Nathan Yaffe. (laughs) Nice. You could have done like a, a Wario thing, a Waluigi thing. I went true to life. Yeah, you went true to life. You shot from the heart, and I and I appreciate that. I am just your average citizen of New Dark City. <laughs> that would have been good. That would have been good, Nathan. I, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of New Dark City, mm-hmm. this it's fucking the funniest thing in the world when you play this game and you just come upon a normal man. <laughs> like you'll be you'll be in an underwater palace, surrounded by like mermaid. Kappa-esque beings and a giant Loch Ness monster. And then there's just a fucking man in a fedora being like, what's going on here? 
It seems so whimsical. It just seems like the most whimsical game. Like Breath of the Wild is just beautiful and and massive and expansive. But yeah, Mario Odyssey just just looks like everybody involved in making it was just having the best time. Yeah, there's like any there was no bad ideas. It was just like <laughs> You're just like, I want it. What if I can possess this tank with my hat? Yeah, great. Yep, yep, yep. Hat, hat possession. Yep, put it in. I mean, it's like all the all the ideas led to better ideas, which is like, okay, but if we have hat possession, what about an enemy that we don't want him to be able to possess? Oh, just give that enemy a hat. But won't it look silly if the Loch Ness Monster is wearing a hat all the times? No, it'll look fucking great and funny. We're going to put it in the video game. <laughs> Won't it look silly? Won't it look silly? What a dumb question. Everything in the game looks silly, and it's great. It's just, it's weaponized silliness, and I'm I'm there for it so hard. Mario, what, he comes up to regular people's waist, or, or is he even shorter? Uh, yeah, God, he is really just, like, crotch level with normal humans. <laughs> He's so small. <laughs> He's so, that's what he says. He's like, I'm so small. You look nice today. <laughs> It just comes up to people, but like he's just having normal conversations, but he's staring directly at their crotch. Yeah, he's just looking, looking right. At, I mean, it's honestly, it's better if you're a plumber. Honestly, Nathan, the Mario Odyssey is wonderful. It does have my favorite thing in any video game in it, in addition to all the whimsy. Do do tell. It's got that thing where they don't do actual uh, recorded dialogue; they just do gibberish noises. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you'll be talking, and it's it's fun because you know when you're talking to like. Bowser or, um, you know, an inhabitant of, like, another kingdom, like a, a robot watering can. Like, that makes sense for them to have a gibberish voice. Right, because it's just like, like that. Oh, do they say Mario? Yeah, they'll, like, every once in a while there will be a real word. That's fun. But then you go to New Donk City, and it's just those normal folks going about their day-to-day, but they still have that kind of voice. So it's just like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, it's these, like, unreal engine-ass motherfuckers just walking around, <laughs> but then you, like, go up to them, and they're just like, It's just like everyone's got the minion disease, and I love it. <laughs> well, Caldwell, I'm sold. Uh, I'm going to get this game. Mm-hmm. That's my pitch. <laughs> I'm heading out to do it. You can't, Nathan. We have We have so many emails to answer. We, we do have emails to answer. Can I Before we get into the emails, can I tell you about uh, a fun Halloween thing I did? Ooh, absolutely. We're already on the Christmas creep now, mm-hmm. but recording this shortly after Halloween. Uh, honestly, people complain about uh, Halloween kind of just instantly being murdered on October 31st, and I agree. It's, it's sad, so like we should honor the memory of Halloween. I like a nice cross-dissolve between holidays. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, don't let it... Like, you got to take the decorations down, but like remember in your heart, take a big uh, sloppy goop from your pumpkin that's decaying on your porch and just turn that on into your a face. pie. Oh. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I like yours better. <laughs> Choose your own adventure. <laughs> Do you A, return it into a pie, skip ahead to minute 30. <laughs> Do you rub it on your face? Simply rub it on your face. No need to turn the page. Keep listening. <laughs> so tell me about your party. So I went to a party my friends hosted. It was called Halloween Party Everyone is Darth Maul. Fuck Yes. And so that was a fun idea. Now, Nathan, you told me you were going to dress as a cat. Did you break your vow? For this party, I did, because what happened was they posted in the event that there would be face painting happening at the party. 
And so my girlfriend and I decided we did not want our faces painted. So we spent 45 minutes ahead of time making Darth Maul masks so that when we showed up, we would not have to have our faces painted. And it was great. We had the best Darth Maul design. Because you probably got the horns on there. Yeah, we got the horns on there. We were the only people with horns. And as a result, because we put in the effort ahead of time, yes, we did not have to get our faces painted. And it was great. It was great coming home at the end of that and just being able to take off a mask and not have to go uh, just douse my face in water before being able to put it on a pillow. Right. Like, just really scour it to make sure you're not going to get blood red makeup all over your nice clean pillow. So, yeah, there was there were like 20, between 15 and 20 Darth Mauls just wandering the streets. Darth Mauls wandering the halls. After the initial meetup, after we gathered all of our malls in the halls, we decided we would take to the streets and visit other parties. And really, the best part of every party was just the moment we a parade of Darth Mauls walked in, and we just... We made everyone's night a little bit more special. Was this the world's first flash mob? <laughs> it might have been. It, it might have could have been. I, I'm surprised the pun is so good that nobody had never done it before. Yeah, I, I don't know. It wasn't even brought up once at the party. I think we went with, with Malls of America. That's very good, too. Um, but the, the funniest thing about the whole thing is later, after this all happened, there was a Vice article about it. Mm-hmm. And so if you go to vice.com, there's an article where you can see me wearing a Darth Maul mask with a bunch of people with their faces painted to look like Darth Maul. But you're instantly recognizable because you're wearing the mask, like the smart that you are. I'm one of two people who's, who has the horns. Do they call you out in the article being no. like, I don't know who this smart guy is, but he's not going <laughs> to have to wash his face tonight. So good for you. What a great smart man you are. No, I that would have been a separate article. They did not reach out for a blurb for uh, for for me to give my my two cents. It was more about the idea behind the party, which is fair. You know, it was a clever, clever, fun idea for a party. But yeah, I thought you know maybe maybe a little mention that hey, look at this clever fellow in the back here. He's not gonna have to worry about face washing. What a smart friend! This is the smartest mall of the bunch. <laughs> Nathan, this this has given me an idea for a drawing, which. Might be a bit uh, passe pass at this point, but I think it's worth mentioning still. When you said mall, malls of America, uh, that instantly made me think of, of our good friend Paul Blart. Uh-huh. Could we just do, you know when artists will do a thing where they dr- either draw like one character in a bunch of different styles or they do like a bunch of different versions of one character? Sure. Could we just do like a bunch of Paul Blart puns? Can we do a bunch of Paul Blart puns? Just as many as we can muster, I would say. I don't see why not. I mean, I think I think most of them have been done in some capacity by the internet, but if we do our own original art version of each of them, sort of like you're the internet circa, what was it, 2011, 2012? Oh, that poster I made? Yeah. I don't even know how to reference that to people. It was a thing I made when I worked at College Humor, it's just like a collection of every internet meme uh, before memes became exclusively the dominion of hate. Uh, yeah, it was <laughs> it was the the perfect moment in time that you captured right before just all the shit. It's really true. <laughs> it, w- it was like 2015 or 14, I think. And like, obviously shit was bad then. And like, shit has always been bad. That is the lesson to learn, to take away from Monster Society. <laughs> but it, it was less... It was less vocal about itself 
it had some sense of shame. I think if you just Google internet poster Caldwell Tanner, it might come up. But anyway, it is just, it's like a huge class photo drawing of a bunch of different internet memes that, that I did. So we could do that, but just but just blarts. Just blarts. Yeah, I think like a nice kind of like big full grid of blarts would be nice. I'm just thinking that mall blart would be very funny. Mall blart is good. We did Paul Blart Simpson on a on a Twitch stream. It was very good. I still think fondly about him. He was a beautiful a beautiful man with the spiky hair that you drew. You could do Thrall Mart, which is of course Thrall, uh, the orc shaman from World of Warcraft. Thrall Blart. Mm-hmm. Thrall Blart, yeah. Yeah. Um, you could do... Squall Blart, you know, obviously the protagonist of Final Fantasy VIII. There's a lot of people with wall in their name. You could do All Blart, and that's All Might. <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> Is he like a skinny man, and then he turns into Paul Blart? Yeah, he's a, he's a real sickly, small, and a droopy mustache. <laughs> and then when he assumes his his mm-hmm. all blart <laughs> persona he gets real shiny i think that's a great idea but i don't want to dwell on it too long because i think it's it's fully formed it's ready to be hatched we've got two good ideas right out the gate before we even get to the emails but we should give the emails uh their due diligence as well because there are good emails they're great emails and i and i will not hold them from you nathan this one comes to us from annie l okay thanks annie l here's the title can you guys help me move no (laughs) we can't hold on wait let me read the email okay hey Dramigos first of all great I like that that's good that's nice my buddy and I just put in an application on a new apartment do you think you could help us move again no this could be my first time living in a legal, professionally managed suite, so I want to do grown-up living right. Grown-up living is, is capitalized, by the way. Yeah, yeah. My roommate and I don't have any living room or kitchen furniture. Maybe you could draw us some alternative furnitures. Oh. Oh, okay. okay. Now, that feels more like a drawing suggestion. Yes. <laughs> I want to take a trip to Bob's Alt Furniture Emporium with you to stock up on tables made of cardboard and chairs that are just my friends in a squat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I read that uh, I put the emphasis on that poorly. It should be chairs that are just my friends in a squat. Yeah, your show keeps me going. Don't ever stop unless you know you want to. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Love Annie. Well, Annie, if all we need to do to help you move is design some furniture, some pretend furniture for you, uh, I think we can do that. That'd be the easiest move uh, help I ever provided. I think. Uh, I like the idea of friends just squatting because then you could be like, oh, this is a mid-century Martin. <laughs> Martin's <laughs> like, I'm only 28. <laughs> you look old, dude. You look... <laughs> well, <laughs> being in a squat all day and having people sit on you will age you. It's taking a toll. <laughs> I hate being your chair slave. <laughs> I pay you in string cheese. It's fine. <laughs> You don't let me peel it. You just shove the entire tube right in. <laughs> There's no time. <laughs> Chairs don't talk. Chairs don't talk, Martin. Chairs don't talk. <laughs> so this is like what I'm getting now, Annie, is that maybe we could do some sort of uh, Beauty and the Beast type house. Okay. Where everything is possessed, but I think it'd be more like Beauty and the Beast on Broadway, where like everything is just in furniture costumes oh that's fun yeah you just give a little because again it's halloween is past but i we're doing the crossfade 
and um, I think just more costumes all year round anyway is a good thing. I like a good costume. You know, the the Comic-Con and, and other cons have sort of uh, tapped into that, that, you know, why why just have a Halloween to dress up? You don't even need a con. You just need an apartment. Yeah, just be a chair. Maybe be your own furniture. Be the furniture you want to see in the world, Annie. <laughs> and by that, I mean, I guess if somebody comes over to your house, just get down on all fours and say, I'm an Ottoman. <laughs> have at it. <laughs> have at it. People are going to love going to your house yeah, with no furniture and you. <laughs> I do like the idea of uh, of a comic that's just a list of, like, a beginner's guide to uh, your first sets of furniture. And I do like the punchline being uh, Squatting Martin, because I wrote down <laughs> I wrote down Squatting Martin, and it's very funny written down. Yeah, a Squatting Martin. <laughs> a Squatting Martin, and it's just a, it's just a friend sitting there mm-hmm. smiling, saying, sit on me. Is it, yeah, like, friend, friendurture. Friendurture. Ferngully. 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 Have you thought about Ferngully? Have you thought about <laughs> Recently. It's wild. That's a crazy movie. It's a wild flick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do like this idea. What are other, like, first apartment uh, trademark furnitures? Uh, well, that's a good question. You got, like, the couch, the Ikea couch that breaks instantly. Yeah, you got the Ikea bed with the bad slats. You've got the sort of uh, family, old family table that, that's that's actually a really good quality table, but just the dimensions are all wrong for your apartment. Yes. It's like, it's like a circle. It's a giant circular table for your tiny square apartment, and it makes no sense anywhere. You've got that one thing you stole in college. Oh, yeah, just like a, <laughs> just like a traffic cone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone with you and it, it's kind of come to represent youth and indiscretion and like you can't part with it yet my buddy in high school we didn't he, we didn't steal it but um there's a restaurant called crystals in nashville which is like white castle but better don't at me yeah <laughs> they were throwing away all their old furniture and my friend davis uh took the furniture and put it in his room in high school so he just had like a very bright red composite plastic modern looking restaurant furniture. It was like weird <laughs> swivel chairs that were connected to a table. <laughs> it was great. They were connected. Wow, you got the whole thing. Yeah, it was kind of like, I, I'm trying to describe this. Just no one cared. that. Did you just carry that out of the restaurant? Well, I think it was like in the, they were throwing it away. So it was, it was kind of like one of those situations where you check, where it's like, Hey, like, I, are you guys using this stand-up of uh, Yondu from Guardians of the Galaxy 2, or can I take that off your hands for you? <laughs> Yondu, Yondu with the taller mohawk. Right, Yondu. <laughs> Yondu 2. <laughs> Don't mind if I Yondu. Don't mind if I Yondu. Yondu. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, get a Yondu standy. <laughs> get a Yondu stand. <laughs> oh gosh, everybody's gonna be complimenting your Yondu. That's next year. <laughs> next year, a- entire Halloween party where everyone's dressed as Yondu. Just have fondue with your Yondu. Just have fondue. <laughs> have, a f- have a fondue party where everyone has to dress up like Yondu. <laughs> I do love those Facebook events that seem to be, be popping up a lot. People are going like hog wild with Facebook events. I don't know if you've seen the kind of photo collections there's a lot of great ones in chicago of people doing weird stuff at the bean oh sure 
I think it'll be like, you know, everybody Windex the bean today or something like that. <laughs> everybody clean the windows of this local establishment. Or like Naruto run around the bean, things like that. Everybody join around the bean and give the bean your energy so it can perform a spirit bomb. It's all anime bullshit. I love anime bullshit. Caldwell, did I tell you on the, on this program about the time that I went to a, a ramen shop around when Comic-Con was happening in New York and there were just a bunch of Naruto characters not even doing anything, just fully in, in costume, just enjoying some noodles. That's great. And it made me very happy. They all want to be Hokage, Nathan. Yeah. Only one of them is going to get to be Hokage. But they can still enjoy some noodles. I guess that's true. And I'm glad that they're finding commonality amongst each other, despite the fact that, like, they will have to blood sport each other. Well, yeah. To determine who will be Hokage. <laughs> but you got you to carb up first. <laughs> Absolutely. You got to get some chunky udon in your system. Nathan, do we have any other, any other furniture thoughts? Any other furniture thoughts? I don't know if this is funny, but I recently moved in with my girlfriend. Well, she moved in with me, but she has... I've never purposefully decorated (laughs) a living space. It's always just sort of been, this is my stuff. This is where it goes. Okay, I'm done. I think a lot of artists tend to do that because you spend all of your time pouring your aesthetics into into a machine. Right. Like you have this two-dimensional aesthetic creator that you've trained your whole life to use. Uh, and then when you look around like the 3D world and it's garbage and messy, you're like, I don't no, thank you. Like, I'll just make sure everything's nice and tidy in here. I just want the stuff. I just want to be able. So she so she asked me, she goes, um, do you have any aesthetic preferences for for the bedroom? <laughs> and I said, I want to be able to see the TV from bed. And she just she just put her hand on my shoulder and looked at me and just said, that's functional. And then I said, well, then I don't understand the question. This is like the saddest episode of one of those HGTV shows (laughs) where they come in and they try to flip your house. But it's just like it's unflippable. (laughs) I cannot be flipped out of bed. A pervading sadness (laughs) haunts this house. Yeah, she just she was just so just like that's functional. Oh, sweetie. Oh, sweetie, that's not at all what I'm asking you. And I said, "Well, then I don't then I fully don't understand." Hey, do you like clocks? Do you like cuckoo clocks? That would like, be That's an aesthetic. Do you do you have a color palette that you care about? One of the walls of my bedroom is just inexplicably green. <laughs> That's just the way it was when I got in there, and uh, I won't be able to see TV while I go pee pee. I won't be able to see TV and uh, get to lie down. <laughs> That's why I want to do when I'm in my room. I, what are you talking about? Aesthetic. Today on HGTV. Today on Home Flippers, we're visiting with Bobo the large idiot. <laughs> what we're gonna see? What we can do for Bobo. What's your price range? I got a couple dollars. I got a couple dollars. Um. And some pudding packets in the fridge. So what we're going to do for you, uh, we're giving up on you. You're a hopeless lost cause. We're going to give you 500 DVDs of Eddie Murphy films and just set you up. And th- that's your furniture. <laughs> oh, is that? That's your furniture now. <laughs> oh, is that is that Corbel? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got a bunch of them. What we're going to be doing is like you can use the DVDs, but also you can sleep on them and live amongst them. You make a chair out of them if you so wish. They seem pretty cold. I don't. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to snuggle. I like. I like having a snuggle. You don't deserve comfort. <laughs> that's what. 
That's what everyone in my life tells me. We're locking the door okay. as we leave. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> I never was wearing a shirt during this entire interaction. <laughs> We're gonna drill. A, we're gonna we're gonna cut a food slot in the door, and then you're just you're <laughs> cut off from society. <laughs> just slide individually sliced meats under the <laughs> into the slot. Oh shit! Hey, Annie, meat slot. How about that? Meat slot. Writing that down. Meat slot. Meat slot. There we go. Thank you. That has no other meaning. It could possibly mean meat slot. Reclaim it. Claim it. I love all I love I love all this. <laughs> There's definitely something about just a bunch of DVDs on the floor. Oh yeah, coasters. Use a coaster. It's just they're all Eddie Murphy movies. It is true. Whenever um <laughs> Murph and Emily come over to record an eight bit book club, which is the other podcast I do. It's a good one. Oh, it's so good. I just listened to the, the Cataclysm trilogy. Oh, thank you. That's our, our shining achievement. It's so good. It's uh, you know, even if you don't know anything about World of Warcraft like they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still very fun <laughs> to listen to. Well, thank you. But my, my point there being that whenever they come over to record, uh, I just get a bunch of video game cassette, not cassettes, a bunch of video <laughs> game cases, and uh-huh. I, I use those as coasters. So whenever I'm recording, I'm looking at Solid Snake's old-ass face from the Metal Gear Solid 4 cover. <laughs> mm. So then that just centers <laughs> me, I've found. Hey, put a drink on my face. <laughs> Secret weapon? Metal beer? Metal beer. <laughs> Nathan, do you wanna do you want one more email before we go to commercial? I would love another email. Alright, I have it I have it here for you. This is a great one. It comes to us from Robin, who has actually uh, submitted a lot of hold screens to our our Twitch channel, um, and is a is a big time Drawfee fan. So welcome to the world of audio, Robin. Thanks, Robin. Robin sends us an email that says, Why? <laughs> and then the just why. Just why. <laughs> I like a good just question not not even a question that would imply that there was a a uh, a punctuation of some some sort uh and then the the email itself says the swedish king visited my university today but why am i in trouble i'm sorry thanks <laughs> the swedish king visited my university today <laughs> but, why? but why am i in trouble i'm sorry <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Thanks. I love the idea of a of a monarch that only visits places where someone's in trouble just to <laughs> just to scold them. Just a purely disciplinary punitive ruler mm-hmm. who's just like did has has Robin been cutting class? Let me let me go talk to him. <laughs> Robin, you'll never get to be in the, a member a trusted member of the king's court <laughs> if you keep being a delinquent. You'll never get to join the golden circle. <laughs> I was just picturing like you can request this every year. Every ruling dignitary from every nation does one favor like this every year where they just visit a local school or church or Boy Scout troop or, um, you know, I, I guess like any any sort of uh, youth event and they just call they just call someone out. They just fucking drag them in front of all their friends. The call-out king. <laughs> the call-out king. The call-out king. The call-out king. He's here. You know what you did. Yeah, it'd be like you donate a certain amount of money, yeah, and then just for a week, whoever won the raffle, the call-out king raffle, the king just has to go around for that week and just, just show up and be... You know, it can't be too intense of a call out. No, I think it's like it's uh, geared towards self improvement. I'd yeah. say 
definitely just like a, a teacher sees a lot of promise in their in their student but um their student just won't do the homework assignments yeah uh they do really well on all the tests but they just refuse to do any sort of work outside of school and the king shows up and is just like hey man why are you squandering your potential? Or it's just like Justin Trudeau rolls up and... <laughs> Justin Trudeau, the king of Canada. <laughs> Might as well be. <laughs> or the queen, of, the queen of England shows up and is just like, you've got to stop leaving dirty dishes in your bedroom. <laughs> they start to attract rodents and it's impolite to your, to your roommates. If you had your own apartment, you could do what you want, but this is a shared living space. And you need to be considerate of others. <laughs> anyway, anyway. all Christmas time. <laughs> and then she opens her umbrella and flies away. Damn, the, Chris, the, the Queen's speech this year was buck wild. <laughs> it was so specific. <laughs> There's water bugs everywhere. <laughs> Marston. Marston, please. <laughs> A personal plea from your Queen. <laughs> when you watch Norbit... Please, <laughs> please make sure the volume is not too loud when you when you do your midnight viewings of Norbit. <laughs> oh, as funny and wonderful of a movie poster as it is, um, the actual movie itself can be quite disruptive. The walls in your apartment are quite thin, and and your roommate has to get up very early. To <laughs> To go to their job. Or his job at Tesco. <laughs> to their job at, at the te- at the Tesco. Oh, Sainsbury's? Sorry, Sainsbury's. <laughs> Those are the two uh, British grocery stores that I know the names of. <laughs> Jaffa Cakes. <laughs> <laughs> I love <laughs> it's so weird how England is doing this thing where they just are hiring American comedy actors to portray the Queen of England and do, and just do a very bad disrespectful job. <laughs> <Right>? Yeah. <laughs> it's so wow, Daryl Hammond is playing the Queen of England now. They keep switching the actors. It's so funny. It's it's a Colonel Sanders situation. It's yep. A hundo percent that. <laughs> Carolina uh, Gold, <laughs> Nashville Hot, Carolina Gold. I simply can't decide. Please go to the voting booth. <laughs> Do your country proud. Please queue up at the voting s- lorry. <laughs> go, go to the voting lift. <laughs> Pick up your complimentary fish and chips. All right, I. <laughs> New from KFC's fish and chips. All right, let's go to commercial. Um, <laughs> we'll be back in just a sec. <laughs> Sorry. Ta-da! Ta-da! <laughs> wow, Caldwell, what a first half of a show. Oh we, man, we just very, did. It's very much the first part of two parts. It for sure sets up an entire second part to happen. My favorite is when there's one part and then subsequently another part. I like it when many parts can come together to form something even better. Yes. Like um, like how you combine ingredients to make a meal. Oh, hell yeah. 
That's the good shit. That's both sides of a great coin. If you could eat coins, that is. If you could eat coins, mm-hmm. um, if you could combine coins together, smelt them into a tasty meal. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to do that because you don't you can have just to eat, eat metal. You don't have to eat metal. There's so much good, yummy food to really eat. Uh, you can do it using with our first sponsor. Ooh. On the show. That's right. We're here to talk to you about our sponsors. And our first one is Blue Apron. Blue Apron. Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Their mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. I'm everyone. I'm part of that. We are the everyone <laughs> that they're talking about. They're, they, they do such good shit, Nathan. They make amazing meals. <laughs> <laughs> You keep saying good shit, and I just, I can't imagine... Uh-huh, that they want that? That that they want to keep hearing the word shit associated with their food, but... They're doing amazing work. We're too deep into it. Yeah, we're deep in, we're deep we're in the deep shit. In can I tell the fine yes. folks at home about some of the upcoming meals that they can look forward to? Please do. The non-shitty meals that they can look forward mm-hmm. to. The the good meals. Yeah. The good, tasty, uh, food-eaty meals. They got crispy, wild Alaskan pollock and garlic mashed potatoes with roasted broccoli and tartar sauce. Mm. Cheesy broccoli baked pasta with crispy thyme breadcrumbs. Thyme breadcrumbs. Those are breadcrumbs that are lost in time. Just kidding. Those are, It's the spice. It's the spice. Oh, man. Oh, fun with language. I love it. I love it. Can I do the next one? Please do. Seared steaks and garlic butter with oven fries and romaine salad. Now, there's one more on this list, but I'm not going to read it. I want it to be a secret so you can go to blueapron.com and learn more. <laughs> you do get one secret meal. There's one secret meal. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's that's not true. You get to you can really customize depending on what your dietary preferences are. If you're vegetarian, if you have food allergies, they they've got so many different recipes, and they make it easy on you. Uh, so you get the recipes and food that is right for you. They're super flexible. It's very easy to get what you want, uh, and the best part is. It's guaranteed fresh. They got a freshness guarantee that every ingredient is going to arrive at your door uh, ready to cook or they'll make it right. They'll send the food cops. They'll send the food cops to make it right. They'll send your meal to the food jail, which is what <laughs> I call my tummy. <laughs> so uh, you can check out this week's menu and get uh, $30 off your first order with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash we draw. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash we draw. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Follow the law and don't end up in food jail. <laughs> don't end up in food jail. <laughs> uh, Nathan, we're in ad jail because we got a lot this week. Uh, we, we must continue our rehabilitation uh, with our next sponsor, which is Squarespace. Squarespace. Uh, love me a Squarespace. Love a website. <laughs> oh, love a website. The more websites you can throw at me, the more I'll take. I love them. Just great. Just uh, HTML, CSS, Ruby on Rails. It's just a fantastic experience <laughs> that I love to just bear witness to. I love to use my mouse to go from page to page. I'll open up tabs. It's really, you've never seen anything like it. This is my, I guess, like, uh, Scottish grandpa who's never experienced the internet it's before. It's your Scottish, like, 
uh, soccer announcer. Yeah. Like, oh, I love going to a website, and um, I'm typing in the URL. Oh my god! Oh, look at that! Oh my god! Oh. The page is loaded. The page is so beautiful. Oh, look at that! Oh, I'm going to the. They've got a digital store. They've got a storefront. This oh. is amazing, folks. There is a counter at the bottom of the page that lets you know how many people have visited the website. It's amazing, <laughs> folks. <laughs> well, if you want a if you want a website that'll make uh, our our weird Scottish soccer announcers. Oh my goodness, folks! It's a Neil Pets fan site. <laughs> <laughs> it's truly revolutionary, folks. If you want to make your own Neil Pets fan site um, and you want it to look professional quality. Just- Good as hell. Go to Squarespace. Yeah. They have um, rearranged their ad copy since the last time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you what they got. They got beautiful yeah, t- templates. <laughs> yep. Created by world class designers. Um, mm-hmm. Power powerful e commerce functionality. This is just truly awe inspiring e commerce functionality. Look at the power. Behind that e-commerce functionality, it's such a robust platform. <laughs> oh, it, it remembered my credit card information. Truly uncanny. <laughs> uh, everything is optimized for mobile right out the box, which is super nice. If you build a website on this platform, in the back end, you can actually see what your website's going to look like on a computer, on a phone, on uh, that one screen on the Wii U. I guess if you're still using a Wii U. If you're still using a Wii U uh, to, to look at websites. Um, oh, this one's my favorite. There's a new new way to buy domains and choose from over 200 extensions. I love that you don't have to just be a .com anymore. .com is over. The .com has, has .com and gone. And, <laughs> Very good. Uh, now you can get... As we've talked about on previous episodes, you can get a, a domain that's dot horse. Yeah, I want to give a, a quick shout out to um, to Brandon P uh, at Barry CP one uh, B E R I C P one on Twitter, uh, fan of the show who has created not one but two amazing websites based on our past uh, Squarespace uh, ad sequences. Um, number one, you can visit CaldwellIsDeadAsHell dot com, and you can visit, of course, uh, that's a spicy dot horse. <laughs> That's a spicy dot horse. Oh, such a good website. Um, and if you go to that's a spicy dot horse, you'll notice that uh, I still owe Brandon a drawing for that. But uh, honestly, if any of our fans wanted to submit a spicy horse to to Brandon, uh, I would be happy to facilitate that. You can email us at uh, wswdpod or just shoot it to me at Caldy on Twitter. Uh, let's get Brandon some spicy horses. He deserves them. You can go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code WEDRAW to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Think it, dream it, make it with Squarespace. Nathan, I'm feeling so creative. I feel like my, my juices are gushing from all yeah, of this can, discussion. Yeah, you can get creative with meals. You get creative with websites. Mm-hmm. Uh, what What's... What's you feeling now creative I, about? I'm feeling creative. I feel like I want to make... <laughs> the good sentence I just said. What did you say? <laughs> I said, what's you feeling now creative about? <laughs> well, Nathan, me feeling much creative about uh, cr- images make... Uh-huh. About create pictures and story words. Mmm, I love me a story word. Mm-hmm. I love me a story picture even more. Now, Nathan, I want to talk to you about story blocks because I, I do believe that it is it is honestly the final block in the puzzle. It's a very easy puzzle. It's just blocks and you stick them together. 
it's the final block in our ad puzzle. It was it was three pieces, and um, we're we're almost done. We just have to figure out exactly where to place this mm-hmm. story block. It was a Triforce all along, uh, and now we are we've been granted access to the Golden Realm. Thanks to Story Blocks, the cornerstone of of all ads. Uh, story Blocks, if you're not familiar, is a uh, stock images and video service. Uh, you can get high quality stock images for a fraction of the cost with Storyblocks. Um, you can download all the stock your heart desires from their member library. This is we're talking stock up. That's I call that stocking <laughs> up. I like that it says all the stock that your heart desires. Here's the thing, Nathan. You know the stock market. Yeah. Done. Over. <laughs> dead. This is the this is the new stock market. This is the stock market that I play because it's got four hundred thousand stunning photos, vectors, textures, and icons. Uh, and they're all available to you. They are royalty-free, so you can use it for commercial and personal projects. Mm. If I worked for McDonald's, I could just grab um, a picture of a man eating a big burger, yeah. uh, and then I could put that on my billboard for McDonald's. It's a dream we all share to one day work for McDonald's and make a big billboard. It'd be a big billboard, and it would say, like, damn, that's a great burger. <laughs> damn, that's some good shit. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's, they got that good shit. They got that good shit. Um, <laughs> all of all of our sponsors have that good shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, new images are also regularly added, so there's always something fresh to download. Ooh, I love, I love going to a website and getting a fresh download, just oh, a real crisp JPEG. Mm. Smell the the freshness on those those downloads. Oh, this woman holding flower. Let me get in there and take a, a whiff of that new fresh image. Oh, that's the just flowers been going everywhere. It's all over. So you can go to storyblocks.com slash we draw to try it free for seven days. That's storyblocks, S-T-O-R-Y-B-L-O-C-K-S dot com slash we draw to download anything. Anything. From 400,000 images and unlock discounts on millions more. Millions. Millions of images at your fingertips. What do you want to see an image of, Nathan? Uh, I want to see an image of us going to the second half of the show. Oh, well, we're going to have to take it and upload it to the site, but it will be available soon. How about instead of that, I give you um, an image of a a rhinoceros beetle uh, munching on a leaf. That sounds lovely. All right. We're going to take a look at this image. Oh, it's so cute. So nice. What a hungry beetle. Oh, I I love a rhino beetle. Let's get back to the show. Okay. Nathan, we had a lot of fun talking about uh, the call-out king and or queen, but we got to get back to this. We've we've got more emails to read, but we're not done. We're not done with this fucking email. We're not even done with this email because Robin did such... I can't imagine why Robin would be in trouble because Robin not only gave us a wonderful email, but also provided this lovely picture that I want to describe. It's a bunch of uh, youth in hoodies and whatnot standing around one of them has a, a camera out and there's just uh there's sort of a, an, an older gentleman with glasses and a, a, a jacket and a, a police officer mm-hmm. and no one is clearly the king in this picture i have to imagine the older larry david looking gentleman in the foreground conventional wisdom would would suggest that the the older gentleman just sort of standing there with his hands in his pockets is the king. Mm-hmm. But 
he could just as easily be a professor and one of these youths is the king, the child king of Sweden. Because again, we're we're stupid. If if <laughs> the end of the last segment didn't illustrate perfectly, we are dumb Americans who don't know anything about <laughs> other countries. I well, at this point, I'm I'm fra- I'm afraid to learn because yeah. I've created a I've created a playscape in my brain. Yeah, Europe is a <laughs> is a fantasy land. In our minds. It could also be, there's this large yellow pillar behind them. <laughs> that with, that with could be the king. Maybe that's the king. Maybe the map pillar is the king. Is is Robin from Sweden? Yeah, that's another question. Yeah, that But would... there's a chance that... <laughs> the Swedish king went to another country. Uh-huh. <laughs> went to another country's school just to see Robin. Yeah, yeah, like Rob, Robin lives in uh, like France or something, and the Swedish king's there, and it's like that's that's weird. Yeah, because Robin didn't say my king; mm-hmm. Robin just said the Swedish king. That's true. I don't know how that works. Maybe Robin is a a rebel, doesn't recognize the monarchy. I like to think because I just think Swedish chef. So I imagine the king has has someone else's arms <laughs> coming coming out of their sleeves, just sort of. <laughs> Moving about willy nilly. I think about um, to take it back to a do a real big callback. I think about those gummy men. Oh, the gummy men. Yeah, it's just a big. The big Swedish king is, of course, like a, a large, huge um, gummy creature. Yeah, I mean, we don't know what this yellow obelisk is made of. It could be a gummy obelisk. It's got a map on it, so I you know, to to a, an untrained eye, it perhaps looks like a campus map on a big yellow pole. But I know better. I know that it's the king. That's who the is, king. of course, a shapeshifter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> our sh- oh, our shapeshifting king. You never know when he's going <laughs> to pop out of your cereal. <laughs> Don't eat him by accident. You never know. You never know. Maybe he's your dog. <laughs> Any kings in there? Hey. <laughs> Maybe he's your dog. Mike, my, my dog, the king. Is there any drawing ideas off of uh, the Swedish king? I mean, I like the idea of a call-out king. I just, I don't know if that can be articulated simply in a short comic. It's not excessively drawable. Because it's a funny premise. But I think it's funnier as, like, a short video, perhaps. Kind of something that you tag (laughs) onto the end of, like, a press conference or something like that. Um, I also, I mean, there's definitely something funny about Swedish king... Swedish fish, there's something there. Something there. Hey, they're both Swedish. <laughs> um, anyway, I think I'm, I'm ready to move on, though, if you are. Yeah. I've got, we got one more great email that I want to get to. Let's do it. Uh, but thank you so much, Robin, for this Yes, wonderful. thank you, Robin, for, for sending us this lovely yard to play yeah. in. Thank you. <laughs> this big backyard. This big, for opening up your big backyard, your imagination playground for us. You got a swing set back here. Ooh. Oops. And just like some some trucks, good stuff. <laughs> just some trucks. Uh, this last one or this next this next email comes to us from from Yakov, uh, Yakov P, who writes, "Hey, draw boys, big fan. In any case, can you tell me why this businessman is so proud of this just laid, no doubt moist egg, or perhaps what the text on the photo says? Lots of love." Your most faithful listen boy, Yakov. I guess I should clarify the title of the email is Man with Moist Egg. Man with Moist Egg. Oh, boy. Do you want to take a crack at describing what's on screen now? It's the happiest man I've ever seen. 
just a he looks sort of like um Mr. Wilson from I the, was just about to say that. From the the Dennis the Menace movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um but Holy he's not shit. He looks he's like a he's like a European knockoff of Mr. Wilson from Dennis the Menace just looking so happy and proud of this this giant egg that he's clutching to his chest and I guess it's more of he's clutching it to his belly area. He's clutching protectively. And there's just an ostrich standing much closer to him than I would ever want an ostrich standing to me. Do you think that he and the ostrich are married? Is this egg their child? Their nest egg. And then there's just some some words that I don't, I'm not even going to begin to try and pronounce. We're doing a really European tour today. Yeah, we're doing a little European tour. We're, we're really showing how much cosmopolitan we are. Nathan, before we, before we started, I did look up this phrase, and it, it yielded a YouTube video. So I do know the pronunciation. It's Yasam Obakan Businessman. Okay. Yeah, the la- yeah, businessman. That's how uh, I would spell businessman if I didn't know how it was actually spelled <laughs> in English. Uh, I can't tell you any more information beyond that. Okay. Ostriches, I mean, this man has made a dangerous alliance. He's made he's made a dangerous alliance, but it looks like he's enjoying it very much. It's paid much. off for him. It's he looks, he looks so happy. I can't, I just, there's, there's like love in his face. Yeah, because he loves the ostrich, and they made an egg together. And they made an egg together, and it's his baby, and... It's like, my son, my <laughs> son or daughter... We'll have the longest neck. And he he post he bought this this poster board so that he could show the world how happy of a businessman he is. I am the happiest businessman. I am the happiest businessman because of my large egg. Turns out you can have it all. <laughs> if by all you mean this large egg. <laughs> this large egg. And <laughs> and honestly, yeah, if I had been able to negotiate a, a treaty with an ostrich where I could stand that close without fear. Right. That my face and or genitals would not be pecked to smithereens. Yes. Ostriches are, they're the closest thing we have to dinosaurs that walk among us. So the, the ad is, is for a bank. That's what I've been able to extrapolate. Mm-hmm. Do you think maybe this bank is bragging about having dominion over ostriches? That's the line in um, in America. Right. Insurance companies and banks, they, they don't really have any way to differentiate the product or service they offer, so they have to find these fun gimmicks instead to make themselves recognizable. Like you get a, you get uh, checks that look like the beach. Or, yeah, um, you, you can put your, your baby's face right, right on top of your credit card. Mm-hmm. You sign up today, you get, uh, you get two free hoverboards. Stuff like that. Yeah. J.K. Simmons will will leave you a, a voicemail. <laughs> um, stuff stuff like that. But yeah, what if the bank was just like, if you come into our bank, you enter into a contract where ostriches will not fuck with you. Oh, okay. So it's a protection thing. It's a protection thing. It's the the ostriches. I mean, their numbers are growing. Uh huh. They know that we eat uh, burgers made out of them. Nobody's talking about this. Nobody's talking about this except this one brave bank. Like, we're all just sort of supposed to look the other way of ostriches encroaching on our society. And this one bank is like, okay, well, we can't stop the oncoming ostrich apocalypse, but we can we can make a shaky truce. I think it's either that or they have made a, a truce with the ostriches. But, like, this is, this is – they're, they're just kind of, like, consolidating – 
Mm-hmm. When I went to J- Japan, uh, I-, I found out that Seven uh, Eleven, in addition to being a delicious snack food store, mm-hmm. is also a bank over there. So yeah, they've expanded to money holding services. They just have the uh, the rolls of quarters going around on the on the same thing <laughs> as the taquitos. I love a hot quarter. I love I love. Give me give me a, a t- two uh, cream cheese jalapeno taquitos and uh, yeah, just a, just a hot roll of quarters. Just a hot roll of quarters. <laughs> oh, I just love love them just jangling around in my jeans. <laughs> <laughs> just love my toasty denim. Thank you, 7-Eleven. Thank, thank you, 7-Eleven. Yes, I think that it could be like that where maybe this bank is expanding into breakfast cuisine or like you go in there uh, and it's like, all right, I, I need um, let me make I need to make a deposit. Uh, I got some birthday checks. I'm opening a, a new uh, a new credit account. But also, could I get um, 12 dozen large eggs? Whoa. Mm-hmm. Cole, you think this man is about to eat this egg? This egg that he loves so much. <laughs> is that the look of, is, is, is that hunger? Is that hunger about to be satiated on his face? Hey, money, money never <laughs> sleeps. And this man is hungry. He's got the hunger that only He's a got... businessman, that a real shark could oh, have. Oh, man. I, I was detecting love. I was detecting companionship between this man and this ostrich no he's this egg has been taken like a true gordon gecko he hungers for eggs he's so he's so proud of himself that he's going to have the best omelet oh man this this picture becomes so much more grim the look on the ostrich face is one of defeat now what do you think what's the ostrich getting out of this though protection maybe i we're the ones who need protection from them i don't know (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what dark pack they entered. Where it's they... shady as hell, though. Yeah, maybe maybe the ostrich is gonna get to eat a, a human baby. Oh, oh no. Maybe it's an exchange. Mm-hmm. But you don't. <laughs> it's just off camera. The ostrich in the ostrich's one foot. There's just there's just a small child. But maybe one of the ostriches will keep the baby and raise it as their own, and we'll have like a Tarzan scenario, but with with ostriches. And I like that. I like a, a Tarzan of the ostriches because the gorillas. Yeah, that makes sense. They sort of have similar anatomy. But I, I love, I'd love to see a man, a full-grown man who has been raised exclusively by ostriches, just sort of walk up to you and start pecking. You know, it's very funny as a comic idea, perhaps, mm-hmm. is um, two explorers in a jungle, and they're like, they, you know, legend has it, a man was abandoned here and raised by birds. And then you just see behind them a man falls out of a tree and breaks a snack. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's a good comic. I'm writing that down. Cool. <laughs> I don't know what this man's dark intentions with this egg are. And I, I like keeping it a mystery. Maybe he's holding on to the egg so his ostrich won't evolve into its next form. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe it's like a Theon Greyjoy situation. Okay, where where he's he's taken this ostrich, this young ostrich. This this egg would be the heir to the ostrich empire, but he's taking it to this bank so that he'll be raised loyal to the bank, so that when eventually it is time for this young uh, ostrich to lead, mm-hmm. they will be able to have peace between the ostrich kingdom and this this bank. Nathan, that's the plot of my favorite Eddie Murphy movie, Ostrich Hostage. Ostrich Hostage. <laughs> I love the poster for that one. Yeah. 
came out right around the same time as Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> Ostrich hostage. Ostrich hostage. <laughs> it's weird. It's the only Eddie Murphy movie based on a PlayStation 1 game. <laughs> is is that a real PlayStation 1 game? <laughs> uh, no, I was thinking of Ape Escape. I'm Ape, sorry. okay. <laughs> you got Ape Escape, Ostrich Hostage, <laughs> Kangaroo Jamboree, <laughs> and um, Elephant Jail. <laughs> that one's sad. Yeah, that one's real sad. The elephants didn't do anything. <laughs> they didn't do nothing wrong. They're just in jail. Well, Nathan, we are in uh, Idea Jail, and we got to bust out. We got to bust out. We got to find the the perfectly shaped idea to break these cages. That's how that's how jail breaks work. Yeah. Okay, so our first idea, our progenitor idea that we we got from the cold open, yes, uh, a rare scenario indeed, is to just make a new movie poster for a fake Eddie Murphy movie. No context. I like that a lot, and it wouldn't. I think we would have to do multiple. Yeah, just a few, a few new Eddie Murphy movie posters. Yeah, and just be like, wow, like there's so many Eddie Murphy movies I haven't seen. It's like, why does nobody talk about these? Why does no one talk about these Eddie Murphy movies? <laughs> and would were we would we actually Photoshop that one, or would they all just be um, drawings, just very very accurate renditions of the funny man's face? I think we'd have to Photoshop, but I think I think to to fulfill our pact of drawing, maybe one of them is animated. Okay, that's good. Okay, so Eddie Eddie Murphy movie poster extravaganza is in the running. Along that line. We also have just a bunch of Paul Blart puns. Yes. Man, we got two hot commodities this week. Two just funny, funny men mm-hmm. uh, that we are we would be drawing. Two funny men. We're hitching our, our wagons to their apple cart. Yeah. Um, and I, damn, I can't decide. I can't decide between them. But we also have um, some ideas from our emails. Mm-hmm. We've got our uh, starter furniture packages, that just just sort of like a, a little relatable listicle sort of sort of guy. Just hey, moving into your first apartment, here's what you furnitures. Here's what you need. Yeah. Here's what you need. You need a table that doesn't fit anywhere. You need just uh, the thing that you stole from <laughs> from the the restaurant's uh, throwout bin. Mm-hmm. And a meat slot. A meat slot and, of course, a squatting Martin. <laughs> you don't pay him. You pay him with meats. You pay him with uh, the rolled meats that we came up with in the Josh Rubin episode. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally we have the uh, Tarzan comic. Oh, man. man Raised by Birds. Man Raised by Birds. I think that feels like a – that could be fun. That one's fun. That's like a little classic. I, I like it when it's fully removed from any context. Yeah, I think it, it, you don't have to know a famous funny man in order to get the joke mm-hmm. uh, of that one. It also is inspired by an email as opposed to just uh, something from our dumb brains and from being on the internet too much. <laughs> well, Nathan, I think we need to take all these ideas mm-hmm. and we need to uh, retreat back deep into... Uh, you know, our our hive. Uh-huh, the hive that we live in, yeah. Bring them to the idea queen. Exactly, uh, and and get get her opinion on them. Wait a minute, the the idea queen's here. Oh. She's, she, hello, <laughs> hello, boys, it's me, the idea queen. Oh, my goodness. I just wanted to tell you, uh, you're not in trouble, it's not, it's not call out queen time yet, I'm just you, here. You- 
to tell you... You wear so many crowns. Uh, I'm just here to tell you that uh, I'm excited to hear your ideas. I hope you didn't do anything uh, that would insult an entire European country no. on this episode. No, no, absolutely not. Okay. Idea queen. All right, I'll, I'll see you back at the hive. Okay, cool. Um, we're very excited to feed you our ideas. Farewell. But Farewell. The idea queen sounds a lot like the Queen of England. She does. Um, she's a giant bee, though. <laughs> more of a wasp. She's more. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> so, so is the Queen of England. Am I right? Thank you. There it is. We did it. It all ties together nicely, like a big football made of meat. Mm. <laughs> I am excited to pick an idea, but I think yeah. we got a wind this show up uh we'll be posting that drawing to our website what should we draw mm-hmm. uh, at a later date um if you would like to suggest a drawing idea you can do that at our email which is wswdshow at gmail.com or on twitter wswdpod um i'm at caldy on twitter i'm at at nathan yaffe I think that's going to do it for us uh if we are on for any longer the king of sweden is going to call our ass out for taking up too much of your available time so with that in mind nathan yes i think i know what we should draw uh i was trying to think of something funny to do (laughs) you've got to try harder than that nathan (laughs) oh thank you is that the idea queen or the queen of england i can't tell it was me the whole time oh you oh you got (laughs) me oh I was, it's twins, it's a twin situation. <laughs> Ta-ta! We've been trading back and forth. Ta-ta! Ta-ta! That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>